I think I can sum up the show for you with one word. Nothing. And now, giving you access to the locker rooms and the minds of the independent scene, here are the curtain jerkers of pro wrestling podcasting, Mike Crockett. Actually, I prefer to be called Maestro. And the kingpin, Brian Malonis. He's the win, and nobody beats him. This is the wrestling podcast about nothing on the New Age Insiders Wrestling Network. Welcome to the Wrestling Podcast about nothing episode 75, presented by BDARadio.com. There are so many wrestling podcasts out there covering every facet of the business. So we went to BDA Radio and said we had a different idea for a podcast. Everybody's doing something. We'll do nothing. They said, what's wrestling podcast about? We said nothing. And thankfully they said, we think we have something here. So here we are. My name is Mike Crockett. I'm a longtime independent wrestling referee in the Northeast, currently on an extended hiatus from the ring. And joining me as always is a veteran of the New England Independent Matt Wars, the irresistible force, the immovable object. He took the meat man out, the kingpin, Brian Malonis. What's up, Mike? Very, uh, I'm not an extended hiatus from the ring. I was very, uh, very busy this week and today, so I'm tired. You're in a very somber mood. I'm not somber. I'm just tired. Okay, well. You have to keep me awake. You have to keep me entertained in this. I'll keep you entertained. Uh, maybe I'll, I'll get your ire a little bit because we spoke last week on the podcast, episode 74, with Antonio the Promised Thomas, and in the course of that conversation, we also talked about another gentleman. A gentleman that you've had a little bit of a a beef with. It's uh, you said you called him out via video. Filthy Tom Lawler of the Ultimate Fighting Championship. Oh, the uh, the social media tough guy. Oh boy. Well, social he, social media champion of the world. So so okay now now you're perking up a little bit here. <laughs> uh, he says he has said that he will speak his piece at some point. He will say something regarding. One Brian Buffet, who is a part of the Overweight Classic just last year. Well, uh, I'd advise Mr. Tom Lawler to uh, sign up for uh, a free Powerbomb.tv subscription and uh, witness what I did to John Silver today and find out who the kingpin Brian Malonis is. How about that? Well, I guess we'll see what happens with filthy Tom Lawler and Brian, uh, uh, Brian Malonis. Slap the taste out of your mouth. <laughs> all right. Well, we, we watched the little No Mercy this evening, Kingpin. Part of it, at least. Well, all right. We'll get into it in just a second. But before we do, just want to remind everyone what's going on with the NAI Wrestling Network. There is also uh, the NAI Pop Channel is taking over what was originally the NAI Wrestling Network channel. So on October 1st, we will move completely over to the original New Age Insiders feed. That is now been deemed the nai wrestling network make sure you subscribe to that feed because on october 1st we are gone from nai pop we're exclusively on the original new age insiders feed now called nai wrestling network make sure you subscribe today so you'll be there for the transition when it fully occurs october 1st but today on the wrestling podcast about nothing on the nai wrestling network your promo about nothing is coming up and a whole lot more but first Yes, there were some technical difficulties, Kingpin. <laughs> yeah, I expected to come in and have everything set up and uh, ready to go for me here after after a long day, and you know the, you got a Mickey Mouse operation here. Well, uh, well, first of all, the <laughs> the network, the WWE network, 
has not been purchased yet by myself. <laughs> Clearly. I am not a subscriber once again after <laughs> weeks of saying that I would be doing it. It hasn't occurred. It has not occurred. So I had to wait for you to arrive with your password. Oh, now you're signed in. Now you're going to uh, steal my uh, steal my WWE Network subscription, aren't you? Uh, don't put that out there, Kingpin. <laughs> Steven will, will turn me in in a second. Um, but yes, you arrived. I was able to log into your account because you know you were here. It's legal, right? You're here to watch it. Yes, so. I pay my bills. <laughs> yes. So uh, we put it on, and then I had a little... Uh, I still have it on in the background. There's some raw talk going on. There is some raw talk, and the HDMI cable went from my PC to the back of my TV, and uh, it came over with... Uh, it's very know, smooth. It was all a smooth operation. <laughs> about a half hour it took to get this thing going <laughs> with audio. So uh, in in the meantime, we missed a couple of matches we missed the the apollo Crews versus elias match the match i wanted to see the most which took place on the pre-show and we happened to miss the miz opening the show versus kurt angle's son jason jordan i know you're very disappointed in that as well extremely so uh yes once we got going here about 20 past eight uh, we finally we saw the very fin- we saw the replay of the finish of Miz and Jeremy Jordan Jeremy Jordan <laughs> Jeremy <laughs> He's, that's a, a '90s uh, one hit wonder <laughs> he had a nice song called the right kind of love we'll uh, we'll sing that I'll sing that for you later Obscure reference <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yes yeah, so we saw the finish skull crushing finale occurred after you love it you love a good skull crushing finale I do that is one of my least favorite. Uh, finishing maneuvers. We talked about that on BDA Radio a couple weeks back. Check that one out. And uh, yeah, there's some interference from the Miz Tourage, which uh, if you were thinking, uh, if we're doing worst stable names, the Miz Tourage <laughs> could be uh, definitely on the list. You just hate the Miz. <laughs> I, I love the Miz. Do you? He's doesn't from the real world. I'm, a, I'm an old school real world fan. Doesn't sound like you love the Miz. I certainly do love the Miz. And he defeated Jason Jordan with the skull crushing finality. And after the match, Jordan got on the microphone he was interviewed at ringside and he said that they love the uh chant they love chanting you suck to kurt in a loving fashion but the miz really sucks and this is of course right after he lost i maintain i maintain that there is going to be some sort of payoff to this i there's there's no way it's not intentionally this awkward there's no way I think they just decided this guy is going to be his son, and uh, everyone's going to love him. I no, I maintain this is this is going to lead. There's going to be a twist here somewhere along the line. Well, there's going to have to be because it stunk. No, I think it was the plan from. All <laughs> I don't. Along. I don't think so. I, I, I want to believe that this is so awkward that there is a payoff. There and, will and, be, and, and, and there always was a payoff to begin with. I don't think so, but I think they're going to have to do something now because yeah, it's uh, the old uh, fat in church, if you will. <laughs> so uh, yes, Jason Jordan falls to the Miz. We'll see what happens with that angle, the angle angle going forward. From there, it was Bray Wyatt versus Finn Balor, and on the graphic you saw it says man to man. Because there's no demon involved this right. time out. Can we start? Can we have a segment on our show called Man to Man? Well, that'd be nice. Uh, who, who would be involved? It wouldn't be oh, we're not you. Men. Yeah, we're yeah, not exactly. men. <laughs> we're not men. <laughs> uh, so, Man to Man, Bray Wyatt versus the demonless Finn Balor. I wish it was Mono Mano. That would have been nice, <laughs> but that doesn't. You know, that doesn't mean Man to Man. 
No, I know. That means hand to hand. I know. Along those same lines, though. Okay. I, uh, Sounds I'll, better. I'll let you. Uh, I'll let you have that one. All right. Hot start. You start on this match, you gotta start hot. You do have to. Uh, so Bray destroyed him like uh, before the bell even rang. Yeah, you missed it. There was some outstanding camera work. They did like a really close pan in of Finn Balor, and then all of a sudden you see Bray's head pop up over his shoulder, and he gets blasted from behind. Yeah, and so uh, they took him out of the ring. Bray knocking him all over the place, hits a urinagi onto the table. The table did not break. Uh, Finn Balor sold the ribs. Is that what that's called? Yeah, urinagi. It's like a rock bottom. <laughs> That's the original name for you the sound, You sound fancy now? Yeah. You're, you're a real fancy boy. <laughs> <laughs> you're a Nagi? Okay. Uh, so the refs come out, try to take him to the back. And of course, Bray ends up getting on the microphone and calling him a coward. And uh, Balor just can't stands that. That's all he could stand. He can't stand no more. <laughs> so he returns to the ring against the advice of the referees. Is this like a weird thing? Now that they have uh, doctors come out and stop matches to do like a worked stoppage, I guess they they get away with it by not having the doctor come out. By why why wouldn't the doctor why would the doctor not come out? <laughs> so it's you're just like in a in a day. No, 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 no. I just I these I don't know I, I I don't know. They love doing that spot now where guy gets messed up and um. I mean, it's fine. The crowd, you know, the crowd got you know into it or whatever. I just don't understand the point of it. Yeah, they I mean, they did it with uh, Sasha and Charlotte too at Hell in a Cell. Yeah, last I, just, year. I don't know. Like, what was the what did that accomplish in this match? Uh, it. Were they worried about the fans not being behind Balor. Is that why? Maybe I, I don't know. Maybe it ate up a few minutes. That's true. A, that's a that's a plus as that's well. That's true. So uh, Balor comes back to the ring, uh, defiant. And it gets on top for a minute, you know, knocking Bray Wyatt around. But Bray goes for the ribs again and ends up back on top. So you know, most of the match, Wyatt just, uh, you know, go after the ribs on uh, Finn Balor. One point, Bray Wyatt does the crab, whatever you call that thing, the spider. Yeah, What's the what thing? I don't know. The freaking uh, exorcist. Yes. And Finn looks like he saw a ghost. Yeah. I mean, at this point, I mean, he's. I get what they're going for. I'm probably being overcritical of this, but I I just thought it was, I thought it was foolish. <laughs> I really did. Like the stopped in his tracks because he doesn't have his face paint on. Well, yeah, because uh, Corey Graves said it. He said that wouldn't have phased the demon, but this is Finn Balor, the man. Because <laughs> it's man to man. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> so yes, Finn Balor as as a man is very uh, frightened of the crab. But uh, anyway. He avoided Sister Abigail from there, which is a weird thing. If someone's not a wrestling fan, I just say, oh, he avoided Sister Abigail. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Uh, <laughs> so uh, he came back, hit the dropkick on the edge of the corner twice on Bray Wyatt, hits the coup de gras off the top, one, two, three, finish. Finn Balor over Bray Wyatt. And I think they're trying to do some work repairing uh, Finn Balor here after his, I mean, his universal title run, one day run, we won the universal championship, the first championship, and of course he was injured, and ever since he's been back, he's, uh, you know, seemed relegated to, uh, I wouldn't say mid-card, but he's not one of the top guys on Raw, but I think they're trying to, uh, you know, repair what the damage they've done. Yeah, so I wonder if they're worried, too, about a Daniel Bryan part two type situation, smaller guy, take some risks in the ring are they worried about a 
um, injury prone champion. Like that, that, that's my honest uh, wonder on that. You know, do they have concerns after you know Daniel Bryan sustained so many injuries after they put him in prime spots? Are they worried the same thing will continue to happen to Finn Balor? Or are they concerned about Bray Wyatt after beating him twice in a row? I don't think they've been concerned with Bray Wyatt for a number of years. <laughs> he uh, he does a lot of talk at that Bray Wyatt, but he doesn't seem to back a lot of it up most of the time. He's the eater of worlds. He sure is. Uh, there was a Sheamus and Cesaro promo right before the Raw Tag Team Championship match. They, they said, uh, what are they, a couple of lost souls? Those aren't the lost souls, Mike. You know who the lost souls are. Brian Buffet, right? Ah, uh, piece of <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yes, the Raw Tag Team Championships was up next. Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose entering separately. They want to save the big... Uh, <laughs> the, this, the big terrible combination music, is that what yeah, and they want to <laughs> save the uh, you know the like a, a, they don't they don't want to evoke the shield in your mind. I think is the deal here. They want to ha- have them enter separately to their own music. They don't want people to get that uh, idea in their head until they bring all three of them together eventually. I would think. Yeah, right. It's not in anybody's mind. The two of them teaming, the, the shield's going to reform. Nobody sees it coming. No, no, no. <laughs> Sheamus and Cesaro, of course, uh, the challengers for the championships, and they started hot once again. Got to. You have to start hot. So Ambrose gets uh, double teamed by both guys on the floor. He ends up taking a Cesaro sh- a, sh- a Cesaro swing. This is our live to tape, folks. Cesaro swing <laughs> into the stairs with a wonderful delayed reaction. A little, a little Made delayed. me so happy. It, it it took a second. The shock kind of <laughs> finally, finally hit him. And then once the shock wore off, he was like, "Whoa, ow!" <laughs> You know, it's uh, painful when you get an audible ow. Yes. Yeah, especially three seconds after the move. So there was a couple of hot tags in this one. Of course, uh, Ambrose uh, tagged in Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins ran wild for a second. And on that first hot tag, he slingshots Cesaro into the post. Oof. And... uh, Cesaro takes a bite out of that post, <laughs> and he either breaks his front two teeth or just they just come out all together. There's a picture on Twitter. They're broken. Yeah. Yeah, Cesaro tweeted out a picture, and then, yeah, the teeth are, like, look like they're sawed off. It's fucking disgusting. Yeah, so he's a, he's a bloody, mouthy, bloody mess. A bloody mess? Yes, Cesaro. From, from, so uh, from there, they bonk heads, and then Sheamus clotheslines Seth from the apron to start the second heat of the match. Um, so double te- there's a double-team lift. Sheamus lifts up. Uh, Rollins throws him up in the air. He gets uppercutted by Cesaro. Seth ends up kicking out, and uh, Cesaro protests, says, Seth too, ref! Because, <laughs> you know, he's missing his front <laughs> two oh, teeth. I get it. I get it. I had to That's get all he wants for Christmas. Yes. <laughs> Christmas is coming, folks. Uh, so Seth dumps Cesaro over the top rope, makes a hot tag to Ambrose, who runs wild on his end, and there's a sharpshooter by Cesaro. He gets near the ropes. Cesaro transitions into a crossface. And Ambrose ends up getting the ropes anyway. Uh, so Ambrose is looking for the hot tag from there. And Seth is not there in the corner. He's still on the floor on the outside. So they set up a – it's either a Celtic cross or an Irish curse, the one that's like the kryptonite crunch. 
Whatever the hell that one is. Yeah. I, I Whatever they it. call it. I get you. I'm picking up what you're putting down. So uh, Cesaro gets up on the second rope, and Seth jumps up on the top rope, attempts to thwart Cesaro, and he gets stopped. Sheamus hits that kryptonite crunch. Cesaro ends up powerbombing Seth off the top onto Ambrose, which didn't necessarily look... Uh, like all, that, it, all that pleasant? No, it did not. <laughs> but it was one, two, and a kick out. From there, Sheamus hits the brogue kick on Cesaro because Ambrose ducks. Cesaro gets kicked out of the ring. Seth hits his Rainmaker knee, which is called the King's Landing, apparently. Okay. Oof. And the Dirty, <laughs> Dirty Deeds TDT from Ambrose, a three count is registered. And the retaining the Raw Tag Team Championships. The Shield. No. Seth Rollins <laughs> and Dean Ambrose. Still your Tag Team Champions of Raw. And from there, Brian? Yes. It's boss time. Sure is. <laughs> I think he's been saying that for a few weeks, Michael Cole. Yeah, I don't know and what the, uh, it's the deal with that is. Still awkward and kind of stinks. But it's boss time, folks. Fatal five-way. Is, like, is, like, is it like a playoff of something? I have no idea. Like maybe I just maybe we're not getting the reference. Maybe we're missing something. Maybe there's something with the youngins that uh, resonates. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> couldn't control the not the game. Yeah, well, it's a fatal five way for the Raw Women's Championship: Bailey versus Emma versus Nia Jax versus Sasha Banks versus Alexa Bliss, and yes, there's a lot of booty in this match. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> my goodness. Everyone kind of gets knocked to the floor, but uh, Sasha Banks and Bailey at the beginning, and they end up starting the match. Um, but pretty soon after that, Nia Jax pulls Sasha from the ring and tosses her to the barricade. And uh, then it's Jax and Bliss in the ring, and there's a lot of incoherent screaming <laughs> yes, between the yes. two of them. Yes, there is. I, I didn't understand a word of it. They yell at each other. I, I think it was in English. <laughs> Couldn't tell you for sure. Perhaps. Uh, I would think, but you never know because they yeah, just couldn't understand a word they were saying. But uh, this is kind of the Nia Jack show early on, just showing her power over all these uh, women. Bl- uh, Bliss attempts a float over DDT on Nia, and uh, nope. Nia just stands her ground, ends up slamming Alexa Bliss down. Then Jax, from there, has Bliss on her back. Sasha is on the top rope, and she gets stopped by Nia. Sasha gets pulled on top of Bliss. So Nia Jax has two people on her back, then a double Samoan drop from there, which is a very impressive. She does a uh, she does a uh, squat as well before she hits the move. <laughs> yes, she did. It was very quick. It was, it was very <laughs> quick and very brief. It was only one of them, and then Nia hits the double Samoan drop. So very impressive move out of Nia Jax here. Feats of strength. Feats of strength. Uh, so there, um, Nia Jax and Bailey uh, tussle from there, and Bailey ends up getting the choke. Uh, she actually won the NXT Women's Championship with this very move, and uh, Nia ends up going down to a knee. Who you don't know? Maybe maybe Bailey's going to win this thing, but then they both end up getting dumped to the floor. Uh, Sasha and Bailey come into the ring. They, so I think it's actually Sasha and Alexa Bliss, and they all kind of lift Nia Jax up and over onto the floor. So Nia gets back up on the apron. Emma is in the ring. 
Emma slips through Naya's legs and attempts to powerbomb her from the apron to the floor. Bailey comes to help. So now there's two people on the floor. Nia Jax on the apron. They're pulling, looking to pull her off the apron into a powerbomb. And then Sasha and Bliss in the ring hit double super kicks on Nia Jax. The powerbomb bump occurs off the apron to the floor. Doesn't look good. Doesn't look pretty. Looks kind of ugly. But Nia Jax on the floor and I assume she's out of it at this point. She just took a power bomb onto <laughs> yeah. the floor by uh, these four women uh, all at once. Yeah, I mean that's Jesus, a risky, risky bump. I know there's padding on the floor, but man, I mean, I, crazy stuff. Yeah, there was. I wasn't expecting to see something like that. You know, especially at the women's match. That was a big bump, big bump. So a bank statement in the ring. Sasha Banks gets the bank bank statement, and Bailey breaks it up. Bailey hits the Bailey to Belly, one of your favorite finishing movies of <laughs> yes, all time. Indeed. And then Sasha breaks it up. And just moments later, Nia Jax is back. Incredu- I'm incredulous watching it. Nia Jax <laughs> back in the ring, hits a leg drop on Sasha. Then Emma breaks it up. And from there, Nia Jax is tossed into the post. Bailey runs into Emma. They both go to the floor, or actually, Emma goes to the floor. Bailey turns around, gets DDT'd by Alexa Bliss. One, two, three. Alexa Bliss, you only had a 20% chance of retaining this championship. Yes, mathematical. Lots, lots of mathematical talk out lots, of Corey Graves. Lots of mathematics. <laughs> Not like S- Scott Steiner. <laughs> no. But no. Uh, it was a <laughs> slightly more uh, understandable than that. But a three count by Alexa Bliss. She retains the Raw Women's Championship. I think no surprise there. No. I'm going to guess uh, Asuka's going to come in and uh, whoop on uh, Alexa Bliss, right? Uh, I would think so. I would think she'd go straight to the top. She's the undefeated former NXT Women's Champion. <laughs> Funny if they beat her her first night in. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Michael Cole was really impressed with this, too. He said, quote, incredible title retention by yeah. Alexa Bliss. Certainly was an incredible title retention. <laughs> very strange terminology there, but that's WWE for you, folks. Okay, from there, it is John Cena versus Roman Reigns, the one everyone's been waiting for. Yes. And so John Cena makes his way to the ring first. Cheers, mostly. Yeah, I called it. I told you. Roman Reigns, overwhelming booze. Yep. Overwhelming. So he's booed heavily in this match. Of course, there's a sign out there that says, if Cena loses, we riot. <laughs> John Cena made sure to point that one out. Uh, yeah, this match, uh, very early on, before they even locked up, it turned into chance of you both suck. <laughs> and I really enjoyed this. Uh, this is like uh, wrestling 101, just listening to the crowd, because... You know there's no way in hell that this match is supposed to start this way. But John Cena, like, got out on the apron. He said, should I leave? (laughs) We both suck. Should I just go? Okay, I'll go. So he told the ref, like, you know, tell tell Roman to come after me. You see that happen. And John Cena walks up the aisle way. And Roman Reigns, of course, comes after him, gets him, brings him back. Uh, I guess this is kind of an attempt to turn the crowd in Roman Reigns' favor. But uh, I, I don't know. Yes, maybe. I don't, I don't know. I don't I mean. I guess with the structure of the match, was, yeah, they maybe, weren't I expecting mean, it. Yeah, I think it was just called on the fly and right. was a nice nice little spot there. Yeah, I mean, we talked about this 
just the fact that people get stuck in their ways they have their plan for their match and one two three abc and they just go out there and do it not listening to what's going on with the people and this is a like exhibit a of just listen to the people i mean i mean there though i mean how many guys have that type of freedom to do a spot where you walk up the walk up the ramp like that you know what i mean completely change the beginning of your match I'm, i'm you know i i feel i feel like it's okay because it's john cena somebody else with the camera camera's not expecting it or whatever i don't know you really think that they get heat? No, not heat. I, 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 I do think I do think there's something along the lines though, of guys stepping outside the box and doing something, and when they come up with a plan, sticking to it. You don't think that plays into psyche at all? Be stepping out of the box, trying something different, changing up a plan. I think if it works, then you'll be applauded backstage. If it doesn't work, obviously they'll be like, "Why didn't you stick to the plan?" Yeah, but I mean, how many guys are you know, without the, with the exception of a top, you know, top guys who are pretty secure? How many, how many guys would try that? That's all I'm pointing out. Right? Yeah, it's a, it's a mindset. Yeah, if, I mean, if, if it doesn't even come into your mind to do something different from the plan, then yeah, that's yeah, so you're just gonna do what you're told or do what you come up with and stick with it. Right. Okay. Well. They tried this something a little different, and it was a really, really cool beginning to the match, I think. It was something a little different, but um, Cena, uh, from the beginning, drives Roman Reigns into the steps on the floor, and then Roman whips Cena into the steps on the other side, so they both go into the steps. Uh, you know what we call that? What's that? Tit for tat. That is uh, what's good for the geese is good for the gander, that kind <laughs> of thing? What is a gander? I have no idea. It's, it's a, it's a uh, longing glare, I think. It's, it's, no, it's a goose that's had the old switcheroo pulled on it. <laughs> what is that from? Seinfeld. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> right. So uh, Roman's kind of, yeah, like I said, in the heel role for this match. At one point, there's a chin lock. The crowd starts to chant boring. Uh, Roman has the uh, chin lock on John Cena. Um, so Cena works his way up, starts going for the old uh, shoulder tackle spot to set up the five knuckle shuffle but roman stops him dead don't swing don't swing don't swing (laughs) (laughs) no yeah this but then cena starts it up again hits both goes for the five knuckle shuffle and no he gets samoan dropped for his troubles samoan drop samoan drop so the second samoan drop of the uh, event so a reigns goes for the superman punch early it is avoided and cena drops down into the stf so the STF, uh, they stay in that for a little while. Roman ro- uh, rolls over, ends up pulling Cena up off the mat and hits a power bomb from there. Um, and from there, there's an attitude adjustment. Attitude adjustment number one. <laughs> in your notes, put down attitude adjustment number one. You have okay. your notepad yeah, there? I have my notes. I'll okay. write it down. This is the first attitude adjustment Roman Reigns kicks out of. Oh, boy. I know, okay. where you're, I know you're going with this. I saw Bill Neville tweeting about it. Okay. Bill, Bill Neville. Who's that? <laughs> Jobber. <laughs> so Cena goes for the leg drop to the back of the neck off the top after that, and he's powerbombed off the top. He didn't get all of it, though. He didn't get all of it. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was uh, very uh, haphazardly done. And uh, so there's a kick out there. Superman punch number one. By Roman Reigns. Take that. Put that in your notes. Okay. Superman, Superman punch, punch, number, punch one, number one. Kicked out by Cena. A spear is avoided. And then from there, the second turnbuckle on the inside. Roman Reigns put onto the back of John Cena. Attitude adjustment. Number two. From the second rope. All right. 
to the floor. Not to the floor. To the mat. <laughs> One. Two. <gasps> kick out. Yes. Attitude adjustment off the second rope. Kicked out of. And we're, we're only getting started, folks. <laughs> we're just getting started. All right. Uh, they chant one more time. John Cena says no. The crowd gets a little like, oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> what they did. So they boo. Cena goes out to the floor, though, and he clears off two tables to big cheers. Now the people like are like this. So he goes to the attitude adjustment standing on one of the tables. Roman slips behind, wiggles free, spears Cena off one table, onto another. DDTing himself in the process. Yes, Roman Reigns uh, jamming his neck, it looks like. I hope he's okay. I hope everything's all right. But uh, Roman Reigns does hit the spear, does roll John Cena back into the ring. Two count. Two count off the spear through a table. Uh, Okay, so from there... It is attitude adjustment number three. <laughs> three now. Throw up the three. And then he rolls through. And it's attitude adjustment number four. I, di- I did think this was it. <laughs> One, two. Kick out. Four attitude adjustments. One, two, he has them. History has been made. No, no he, he didn't. Has it. <laughs> so too far, Kingpin. To kick out of four finishing know. maneuvers, one of them off the top rope. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I mean, this is what professional wrestling is in 2017. False finishes are just hitting your finisher over and over and over and over and over again and having the guy kick out of it. Um, well, I guess we can compare I mean, and contrast to the finish of the main event. <laughs> yes, uh, you know, and and. Yeah, I mean, we'll get into it then, but then you'll have the criticism of that. It's funny. You'll get the criticism in this one of too many, and you'll get the criticism in the main event of too few. Maybe the IWC can make up their mind and come with a consensus number of how many finishers can be hit before it's too many and how many is too little. You get a, get a good balance there. <laughs> it's called the fucking finishing maneuver. <laughs> I mean, in theory, kicking out of one of them is, is too much, right? Unless it's a very special occasion. And uh, I guess no mercy. B pay-per-view for Raw. That's a special occasion. Hey, it's a special occasion. We're reviewing it, right? <laughs> yes. This is like, uh, you know, the... A big co- it was a big card going Fall in. WrestleMania. So we had to review it, right? <laughs> All right. So Cena, after this kick out of the fourth AA, just incredulous. Hey, hey Mike, I just want to stop you here. You still got the network on. So if we want to watch Jason Jordan versus Miz here, we we can watch it and give live play-by-play. <laughs> uh, okay. Um. No, please no. Okay, back to <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, Cena just like can't believe it after he kicks out of the AA again. Superman punch out of nowhere. Let's make that a meme. Okay. Or a gif. Or one of those things. Hashtag. Something or other. Spear from there. One, two, three. So he kicks out of four AAs. And a second Superman punch and a spear does it for John Cena. Your thoughts? I, I mean, to me, it depends on the guy if they're going to complain about it. You know what I mean? If if it was Finn Balor who kicked out of all this and then won, nobody would be saying two friggin' words about it. I mean, have you seen – I mean, I don't know. Have you seen some of the matches that people love? with? I mean – 
Well, you're talking about the, the Okada Kenny Omega matches. How many finishers did they kick out of in that in those matches? <laughs> a couple. No, actually, uh, you know, Omega is very protective of his finish, the one winged angel. Well, he's smart then. <laughs> I mean, but this, I'm sorry. This is what pro wrestling in 2017 has become. I mean, come up with a fucking number then and tell me what's too many, what's too little. Like, I, I, I don't know. I mean, it changes based on if you like the guy or not. I mean, it. it how much shit you kicked out of? Did you kick out of today for Beyond Wrestling? I kicked out of a German suplex. Uh, uh, no, I didn't. I didn't kick out of a Batista bomb. I just sat right up from it. And oh, uh, pardon me. <laughs> Good gravy. Well, I'm fucking awesome. Powerbomb.tv, right? Powerbomb.tv. That's right. Yeah. If you want to go sign up and see the cake. You watched me live today, right, buddy? I certainly did. You lying sack of shit. <laughs> so what did you, what's your take on what happened after the match? First of all, John Cena raised Roman Reigns' hand as Roman Reigns is victorious in this matchup. Pass, passing of the torch. <laughs> I guess so, huh? <laughs> so Cena, it's a whole kind of curtain call scenario where the crowd starts cheering. He bows. He, there's thank you Cena chants all over the place. What's going on? I think he's going away for a while. He'll be back at some point. Probably, probably be a few months. So, going to film a movie. I think he is. is it he's Bumble- going, he's Bumblebee. Going film, yeah, he's going to film a Transformers movie or something. So, um, I, th- I think, I think maybe they're trying to get people to think maybe he's gone, and uh, I'm, I'm guessing he'll be gone for a while and then come back. And maybe the, what they've done here, maybe what they've incredibly done, is turn John Cena back babyface. Yeah. Blew your mind with that. You were silent. What? For a second. <laughs> so yeah, John Cena. I, I'm guessing going away for a bit. He he'll be back. He'll well, always be back. back. Yeah, yeah. Until there's a last breath, he'll be back. <laughs> uh, okay, so Vic Joseph. Right, he said uh, he's gonna he's gonna die in the ring or on top of a wild woman. Well, that was John Cena that said that, right? No, that wasn't. Oh, it was the other 16 time world champion. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, who's who's doing well? He left the hospital. So. Yes. Hopefully, Ric Flair uh, gets back to 100%. Good luck to uh, the nature boy. Vic Joseph, another uh, a VIC, not an RIC. VIC, Vic Joseph, joins Corey Graves in the booth for this next match, of course, for the Cruiserweight Championship. 205 Live representing. It's the first time I've ever seen this man in my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, who the hell is this punk? <laughs> so he was there to call Neville. Uh, defending the championship against Enzo Amore and Enzo, uh, would you call him Enzo Juice? What would, what would you call this outfit that Enzo was wearing? Oh, yeah, Beetlejuice uh, outfit. And what did I do for you, Mike, during his entrance? Um, uh, doze off. What did you do? <laughs> no, I did the whole thing. Oh, for yes, you, you did. <laughs> yeah, you're uh, you're on board, huh? You sing along with the Enzo. I was just trying to annoy you. <laughs> <laughs> I was too uh, enthralled with my notes. There's only one word to describe you, Mike. <laughs> spell it out for me? Yes. Please don't. All right. <laughs> so the story of this match was Enzo just kind of outclassed wrestling-wise, uh, just getting his butt kicked from here, shoot, brother. from here to yonder. Uh, what do you think is going on with Enzo? The, he's kind of made to look like a fool at every turn. Yeah. I mean, you, you read he's, he's not well-liked and causing all sorts of commotion and partying and all that stuff and they're not happy with him but he sells a ton of merchandise so 
and he's the new cruiserweight champion. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I mean, he I mean he sells a ton of merchandise. Why? I mean, WWE is about business first, right? I mean, they're about putting money in their pocket, and you know what? I mean, I I think may, if if these stories are true, I I don't I don't know. Like I, I don't know the deal with these stories because what, what, the way you, they cover you it, inside sources. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? The way they cover it on WWE television or like WWE Network, it makes it feel like it maybe it's not legit and that's part of a, a story but i i don't know for sure either way but if you believe it the moment enzo stops selling merchandise he's going to be uh, on the indie scene with me so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll, you'll be his new uh big cast oh, all right. just doing the uh doing the uh, whole shtick with them i'll do it <laughs> would, i'll do it you'll be so happy this right spiel. here is big brian and he's 400 pounds <laughs> <laughs> you, you can't eat that Right? Something like that? No. No? Okay. Well, uh, so, yeah, he's being outclassed by Neville at every turn. So he goes for the red arrow, does Neville, but says, no, 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 no. You, you people aren't good enough to get the top rope red arrow. So he goes down to the second rope, hits a red arrow or something similar, or he doesn't hit it. He misses it. Enzo rolls out of the way. Enzo goes to the top rope, and he hits a diving DDT onto Neville, and there's a kick out. Enzo goes for a dive on the floor, and he gets ends up, ends up getting kicked in the face by the king of the cruiserweights and then tossed into the timekeeper's area. And from there, Enzo does a cardinal sin. He commits a cardinal sin there by grabbing the cruiserweight championship. I love doing that. I love grabbing the uh, champion's belt. And oh, It's always the worst as a referee. <laughs> when you show them their, the title before the match, and they take it and hold it up. Well, it is about you, Mike. It is about the referees. I'm sorry. Uh, those times I've made you look foolish in, a, in an attempt to garner attention for myself. In well, the you match. know, when they do that, they're not winning the championship. How do you know? Because I've, I've done it before. That's like I. That's like I'm. Uh, this is it. When someone yells, "This is it." It's I've the done same. It I've done it before and won it's, the championship. It's certain as the sun when someone grabs it, they're not winning the title. <laughs> that's how it works. But uh, so back to this matchup here. So he grabs that championship, gets in the ring with it, holds it up in front of Neville's face. Neville is extremely upset. But well, wait a minute. Yes? Enzo won, though. He holds the title it's sure, up. It's as sure as the sun. You just said that. It's right as the rain, right? <laughs> okay. So anyway, he grabs it. This is a different situation, though, Kingpin. Different situation. Oh, What's, boy. Uh, now you're backpedaling. So uh, not only was Neville upset about this... Uh, this you were upset about this it? This affront. Not only was I upset, but the referee was particularly perturbed by well, this. This ref was very protective of the belt and very serious about the belt, as you could tell from when he held it up at the <laughs> beginning of the match. <laughs> A more serious face I've never seen. So the ref takes the belt away, goes and brings it back to the uh, timekeeper, and as that occurs, Enzo kicks him in the ding-ding. <laughs> right in the pickle. Right in the pickle. Neville goes down in a heap. Ref turns around. Enzo More with the cover. One, two, three. So you go from four attitude adjustments to one ding ding. Well, let's, let's try it. I'll give, you, I'll give you an attitude adjuster on the floor <laughs> here, and then I'll kick you in the ding ding. You tell me which is more painful. <laughs> All right. Uh, I don't think I need to uh, test that out to know. All right. Maybe you're I think correct. we should test your hypothesis here. Right, let's try it out. If we were live on, on video, maybe, but... Well, we can do that. It's just a click of a button. A click, <laughs> click of a button. 
All right, let's move on to the Wayne event of the night. The Wayne event? The the (laughs) Wayne event, the main event. There you go, Wayne is on the brain. (laughs) (laughs) So the Universal Championship is your main event. Braun Strowman challenging Brock Lesnar for the title. Of course, uh, before that, they show the tail of the tape. I should have said, of course, because they don't do this usually. The tail of the tape, Braun and Brock. And, of course, they say Brock Lesnar has 22-inch biceps. Braun Strowman has 23-inch biceps. Doesn't have 24-inch pythons, though. But no one can have 24-inch biceps. Largest arms in the world. <laughs> Just, a, I guess, a slight uh, tip of the cap, a slight wink to the Hulkster. Get me excited. <laughs> we'll see. Maybe down the line. Maybe we we, we predicted it last WrestleMania. We'll see what happens this coming <laughs> WrestleMania if we get the Hulkster back in the we'll fold. Fa- we'll Facebook Live it, my reaction. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be uh, Jason Maltoff uh, 2.0 with you. Hey, I, I told you. Hogan's still over in, uh, in 2017. My boy watched it today and was uh, watched WrestleMania 4 H- Hogan posing and uh, was was sucked right into it. He started doing the whole routine. He did. He did. I mean, not very well. We had to work on it. Yeah. Uh, I know. Uh, I'd be too embarrassed to put it on. Uh, oh my! To put it on, you know, social media right now. I need some work. <laughs> uh, but you know, we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah, just like you do with your with your uh, daughter with the Enzo and Cass speech, <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, she. I mean, she does. That. I mean, I don't care. She does that. That's fine. <laughs> but we got I mean, Hulk Hogan serious business here. He is. He is. Hulk Hogan I gotta, is. I got I to gotta get Michael the Hulk Hogan workout set. <laughs> could probably give you mine. <laughs> you you got to find a... Uh, Brand new in box, right? Yeah, you got to find a cassette player, though, <laughs> <laughs> to really hear the whole the whole thing there. Uh, so Braun and Brock get face-to-face right away. And you said you read the lips of Braun Strowman, <laughs> and he said, what? <laughs> I think something along the lines of, I'm going to fuck your mother. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you got out of that? I don't know. That's what it looked like to me. Um, well, I don't know about that. I don't know if that's what he actually said. But. Let's get a real lip reader. See if we can get a lip reader on the line <laughs> and see if that's exact, indeed what he said to Brock Lesnar. That's the, maybe the first time Brock Lesnar has ever heard that. I would think it would be the first time in his life. <laughs> it would be awesome if, if, if we see on the internet tomorrow. And Braun Strowman said this to Brock Lesnar. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, Brock. Very early on, they like to they wanted to establish that Braun is not going to be pushed around like everyone else with Brock Lesnar. So Brock got stuffed going for takedowns early on. The first time it ever happened since Samoa Joe did it like two months ago, and Goldberg a few months before that. <laughs> yeah, but you know, this man is a UFC champion. It's never happened before <laughs> ever to him. It's yeah the. Everything that the latest thing that happened is always the greatest thing in the history of our sports. Yeah, the hyperbole uh, on commentary tonight was uh, a little over the top. Yeah, uh, so Lesnar hits a German suplex, and Braun pops right up. Uh, 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 Brock Lesnar. Then he hits a choke slam immediately, followed by a power slam, and Brock thankfully kicks out. It's not going to be over early, it's not going to be another gold. I don't know, it would have been great. It, it would probably would have been great, but that's not the story of this match, and that's not the finish that they wanted, apparently. <laughs> apparently. So Brock goes for the F5 pretty early on. He crumbles. His back hurts. Braun ends up uh, pushing Lesnar to the floor, and Braun knocks Lesnar into the post spine first, and they go back to the ring, and Braun approaches him, and Brock locks on, in desperation, the Kimura, 
and they spent a while working the Kimura. Braun eventually goes down to a knee, goes down to his back, or actually uh, down onto Brock's back, and you know Brock working the hold. Uh, eventually, eventually, Braun Strowman is able to get to the ropes, and so there's no submission there. But from there, it is Suplex City. Five German suplexes by Brock Lesnar onto Braun Strowman. Uh, no small feat. Can't pin Brian Malonis. No, there was definitely no small feat in this match. No. <laughs> F5. No. Power slam by Braun. No cover. Because Braun is uh, still feeling the effects of Suplex City. Couldn't make the cover there. And power slam number three from there. A kick out by Brock Lesnar. And rather unceremoniously, Lesnar from there finally gets him up for the F5. Finally hits the F5. One, two, three. And Man. that is it. It's all she wrote. Lesnar retains the Universal Championship. And we talked about it earlier with the four attitude adjustments from John Cena. Just one F5 here. They teased it a couple times. Finally hits the F5. Gets a three count. That's the way it should be. But in today's <laughs> WWE, it's, oh, uh, yeah. you this know. Is, this is going to be a thing on the internet. This is going to be a thing. Roman Reigns took all those and still won. And Brock Lesnar uh, gave Braun Strowman. Excuse me. Yeah, Roman Reigns took all that, still won. And Braun took one F5 and lost. And, you know, that, that'll be a thing. Yeah, the fact that Roman Reigns is kind of the scourge of the internet and Braun Strowman is kind of, uh, you know, a darling of the IWC <laughs> that will help uh, get the crowd, the, the fans really get their ire up, I yeah, should well, say. Yeah, he's great. I, I love Braun Strowman. I think, I think I think they put him in a tough spot here, especially to, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't understand if you're you're building up this monster to just kind of, I don't know. You said to me that it, it reminded you before of uh, CM Punk, CM Punk. back. Yeah. yeah. You kind of cut him off at the legs a little bit here, I think. Um, I think the CM Punk Ryback thing was a fact that someone got injured and they had to put someone in yeah. there. And they ended up, ended up putting in Ryback just because they had built him up so well. And yeah, the fact that they had to put Ryback in there and they had to find a way to have him lose. And he lost. And you say that this is too early to put Brock in there with Braun. If Braun yeah, Braun wasn't going to win it. Yeah, I think a little. I mean, just my opinion. I, I think you know, I, you know, I'm interested to see now where it goes. Where they, what happens with Braun now? Like where you know he challenged, he lost for it. He can't go back and feud with uh, Roman Reigns. You know, who the hell does he? Where does he go now? That's what I'm curious about with uh, Braun Strowman. Where does he? Where does he go from here now? Um, that he got pinned clean in the middle of the ring. Momentum kind of stopped, and you know what what happens now. I, I don't, I don't quite fully understand, but you know we'll see where they're going. We'll see what what happens tomorrow night on Monday Night Raw. I'm tonight. guessing, yeah, I'm guessing he's going to destroy some people on Raw. <laughs> I'm guessing too. He's going to tear some people up tomorrow night. And where does Brock go from here? Is he going away till Survivor away Series, Survivor Series, or, or till Rumble? Maybe I'm, I don't I'm even know. He'll be back for Survivor Series. I guess we'll have to. Keep our eye out on that. I don't know who he's going to wrestle at this point. I mean, he's already beat Samoa Joe. He's already beat Braun Strowman. And I don't think they'll do reigns in him again there. So I don't know. I don't know where he goes either. Yeah, there's uh, not a lot. Not a lot going on 
Um, yeah, he fought like he had like four of them in one match, right? Took yeah, and I, said, I mean, I don't. I mean, I, I think it'd be weird um, watching Finn Balor versus Brock Lesnar. And this at this juncture, yes, they're just trying to kind of build Balor up again. Maybe they revisit Samoa Joe. I'd kind of like to see a little bit more Samoa Joe Brock Lesnar. I really enjoyed that and uh, was hoping for a longer a longer term thing. Is that just because you talked about it as your feud of the year at the beginning of the year? No, you, you didn't. Think that, you, didn't, you didn't think that was a good match. No, it was it was a good match. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> you, don't, you don't like good wrestling? <laughs> I like good wrestling. It doesn't seem like it doesn't seem like like any wrestling. <laughs> but uh, okay, overall, speaking of the wrestling, no mercy. Your thoughts? Would you? Where would you rank this? Would you? Uh, it's the greatest pay per view I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> no, I thought it was a good pay per view. I didn't think it, I mean, I think it was bad. I think it was a good pay per view. I was entertained. Um, I wasn't blown out of the water by it, but. It was good. I th- the match of the night, would that be Cena Reigns? Or are, mm. are you. Mm-hmm. Has it been tainted by my constant talk of four <laughs> AAs? Um, I don't know. I, I, mean, I really like the tag match. Um, I really. I, I, for me, I think the tag match is probably the match of the night. Um, I, I, thought, I thought the beginning of the Cena Reigns match was weird. Just all the strikes. Um, I thought it was a weird build at the beginning, and the, same thing with the the main event. The main event was, you know, a little clunky or whatever. Bray Wyatt Finn Balor was very good too. So I think that that Finn Balor or Bray Wyatt and or the tag match might would be my match of the night. I would say Ms. Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks, let us know. Give us your feedback. Every week we do something called Merv Griffin time, a talkback segment where we interact with you, the listener. So tweet us at the WPAN on Twitter. So tweet us at the WPAN on Twitter with your take on this week's episode, your thoughts on our discussion about No Mercy, and use the hashtag WPAN, and we'll mention you and your tweets later this week. Because every Thursday is an all-new, all-different episode of the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing on BDA Radio. You can vote at the WPAN on Twitter Monday nights to decide what we discuss on the show each week, and you never know what else will come up, so be sure to seek it out each and every week. You can also download past episodes of this very podcast. As they come off that NAI feed, they get added over there. It is all on the Wrestling Podcast of Nothing feed on your favorite podcast platform, or you can find it all at BDARadio.com. But that's another show. A way you can interact with us right here on the New Age Insiders Wrestling Network every week is through our voicemail line. Now, we want to hear from you. Get your voicemails in. We will play them on the podcast. Call 401-584-9726. That's 401-584-WPAN. We really appreciate your contributions to this podcast, so call us right now before you forget. Drop (laughs) Drop your phone right now. Drop your phone and pick up your phone and then call the voicemail line. You okay over there? Uh, it's getting late, King It Fan. is getting late. I'm very tired. It's getting late. So become a part of the wrestling podcast. I don't think, please make it uh, so I don't have to do as much work. Call 401-584-9726. Leave your voicemail today. Imagine if you still actually participated in the professional wrestling industry. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> King Fan, it's time for this week's promo about nothing. But before we get into that, let's talk about our sponsor. People ask me, what do you mean, BDARadio.com? What does the BDA stand for? Big Dog ascends. Yes, Roman Reigns gets the Duke tonight over the face that's all over the place. John Cena. But that's not what it means. 
What BDA Radio really means is the most unique commentary on mixed martial arts and pro wrestling on the internet. They don't break news. They break the news with their wild commentary regarding MMA and wrestling. Head over to BDARadio.com and check out all the latest news on UFC, Bellator, WWE, and much more. His time is up. Roman's time is now at BDARadio.com. All right, Kingpin. It's time. It's time. It's promo about nothing time. Are you ready? I'm ready. The year, 1991. And he's back once again, Brian. The Warrior. Oh, boy. The Warrior. Did you know he had a brief stint in Memphis? No, I did not know this. For the USWA, yes. Goodness. So the Warrior. Here it is. Here he is. The man you know, the man you love, the warrior, this week's promo about nothing. Oh, can you add another single match Monday night at the Coliseum? Eric's driver, Tony, going against the warrior. We got our first warrior look at him. Good. Really yes, good. he did. It yeah. didn't take him long to win Impressive. that match either. Let's see what he had to say about this match. People out there, just to let you know, you don't have to be ultimate just to be a warrior. And Tony Falk, you better lock your doors. Lock your windows, because I'm the new force in the USWA, and I'm coming. Wait a tick. <laughs> what are you talking about? Wait a second. What? He's, a, he's a little sedated like you are this evening, <laughs> Kingpin. Maybe it might take a little something. It might be having a long I day. I don't, have a, I don't have a southern drawl all of a sudden, though. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? What are you saying, Brian? Uh, that's, I'm, you know what I'm saying, Mike? The question has finally been answered what's that after all these years yes there was two warriors <laughs> <laughs> but you saw the picture though did you see the photo yes that was jim elwig the picture <laughs> <laughs> make sure you go check out the video this will be up on youtube probably by tuesday of the promo about nothing you could see that they actually promoted the match coming up at the memphis uh, mid-south coliseum with an actual photo of the ultimate warrior but you no, know, no local promotions ever did that around here, right? <laughs> no, it's never happened. <laughs> never happened. But you don't have to be ultimate just to be a warrior, Kingpin. You sure don't, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Southern <laughs> wrestling at its finest right there. But the, the, the ironic thing is, Brian, that Jimmy Dejewski, who played the warrior, was from Pennsylvania. Really? So, <laughs> Where the hell did that accent come that's from? That's a Pennsylvania accent, I guess. Apparently. <laughs> Is it like New Hampshire? Like where the further north you go, the, the more southern the accents get? I, I guess I guess so. <laughs> yeah, ooh, who knows what's going on up there in uh, New Hampshire? I'm from New Hampshire, and I don't, I don't know about northern New Hampshire. <laughs> so, yeah. What are, you, what are your thoughts on this different take? On the uh, Ultimate Warrior. Bullshit, different take. This is just <laughs> literally stealing money from fans at this point. Especially at this juncture. In 1991, the Warrior was a thing. It's like, you know, something like Kevin Nashua or, or Scott Hollis. Or, <laughs> we talked about this, yes. Yeah, uh, Sting Ray. <laughs> Sting, no, Big Sting, Little Ray. <laughs> or John Cena Sr. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, actually in... Uh, it was Mike Sparta would promote the man from the dark side. Yes. Which is Brian, Brian Lee. Lee. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I saw him wrestle Yokozuna at a, at a Mike Sparta show. Really? It's a fun time, yeah. So, yes, this happens a lot in professional wrestling, way more than it should, especially back in the day. Is there a story about like a fake Stone Cold at a Mike Sparta show or something? 
Was there? I don't know. I, I, know I, I don't know the full story. I thought I heard the story about this one time, but we can move on. I know in NWA New England, there was out cold Mike Leno. <laughs> All right. So he he just came in and got his ass kicked, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Someone else stomped a hole, uh, mud hole in him. You're, that was your brief stint as a professional wrestler? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I had to shave the old head. Uh, you know, it's, no, I, I wouldn't have shaved it back then. I had those lovely locks back in the end. We did see that days. modeling photo of you. <laughs> so he was also known as not just the warrior, but the luminous warrior. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> I don't understand. The, the, this is the, like Jerry Lawler's promotion. Yes. It was, very, it was a very brief stay. The Warriors in in, uh, in the USWA in 1991, but uh, yeah, Jimmy Dejuski from Pennsylvania, aka the Luminous the Warrior. Luminous warrior. Well, so uh, can't imagine why I never heard of this fellow before. Yes, and this was before the Renegade, so he was the original knockoff. <laughs> so WCW knocked off a knockoff. They <laughs> sure did. <laughs> so you heard this promo about nothing. If you want the full picture, find the link to video. Find the link to the video in the description of this episode on the NAI Wrestling Network. You have to see the actual picture they have. They tried to get away with showing an actual picture of the Ultimate Warrior. They tried to get away with it. They did get away with it. (laughs) Until now, Kingpin. (laughs) We caught him, finally. We caught him. (laughs) All right, Kingpin. You're hitting the highways and byways, crisscrossing this great nation of ours, plying your trade as a professional wrestler. And you're working hard. You're working hard for your money. You're all over the place these days. And I'm sure you got more dates. Mike, this is, this is I mean, this is probably the biggest news of my professional wrestling career. I mean, oh, whoa, okay. Yeah, I mean, this week. Wow. Yes. Heading to Orlando. Again? To Walt Disney World, Mike. Oh. To Walt Disney World. <laughs> going on vacation. <sighs> no, no, no. The king, the kingpin isn't going to see... Uh, Donovan Dijak at the at the PC. You're not. I don't. I don't trust a man with a cape either. (laughs) 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 But I will be heading to Chaotic Wrestling on on Friday night, October the sixth, challenging Ilya the Great for the Chaotic Wrestling Heavyweight Championship. Mike, I think I'm going to win number four that night. Go to chaoticwrestling.com for full card and ticket information. Get your tickets and witness it live. Yes, be there live. It's happening. (laughs) You're going to be happy to be a part of it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> then on the 14th mike saturday night the 14th i'll be heading to clinton massachusetts a challenge for the lucky pro heavyweight championship i might be a double champion if, like, they're, if they're not putting you in a title match you're not showing up right is that what's going on these days exactly well i mean why else where else would you put me by the top of the card Find uh, Lucky Pro Wrestling on all social media platforms for ticket and full card information. The 21st, I'm heading back to your old stomping grounds, Hadley, Massachusetts. Woo! Pioneer Valley Pro Wrestling. I didn't win the title shot for that night Uh-oh. this past weekend, so I will not be participating in the championship match. This is bullshit. I was, <laughs> I was robbed. You're robbed. Check out PVP on uh, all uh, social media platforms for ticket and card information. Chaotic Wrestling again on October the 27th. October the 28th, I'm making my return to XWA at the XWA Event Center in West Warwick, Rhode Island. There you go. And back to Beyond Wrestling on October the 29th in Worcester at the Electric Haze. Mike, it's a very busy month for me, but still some open dates there. So There you go. Tell them, you tell them how to get the Kingpin on their show. <laughs> if you want to fill up the rest of that calendar for the Kingpin. Not, not this week, though. He's very busy. I'll be in Orlando. <laughs> Putting over Mickey Mouse. <laughs> Brian Malonis at Comcast.net is his email for bookings. Also, at Brian Malonis, you can DM him on the Twitter. All right, 
Putting Over Podcasts. That is the Facebook group. That is where all pro wrestling podcasters and podcast fans are getting together to talk about their favorite thing, wrestling talk. So all you got to do, go on Facebook, put in the search bar, Putting Over Podcasts, join. We will add you and be a part of the big uh, growing community over there on Facebook. Booking the Territory. Speaking of big communities, he's got a great one going on there. Mike Mills for the Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. Twice a week, Sunday's the Smoky Mountain Show, Thursday's the Flagship Show, and you can find that on all podcast platforms. And of course, Checking the Boots with Referee Tony S. and Chip K. Fabe. Every Sunday, they are talking about the past and the present of the world of professional wrestling. You can find them on iTunes slash Apple Podcasts. Google Play Music, Stitcher, all those regular haunts, and the Rundown Wrestling Podcast with Jason and Troy. Is That is the Thursday flagship show. And, of course, all week long, they have plenty of content for you on the Rundown Wrestling Podcast feed, so be sure to subscribe today. And, of course, we hope you continue to listen to the NAI Wrestling Network all week long, DC and Doc Talk, the new show, The Shattered Glass Cast, with Matt McCool, with Damian Salty G, with Chip, plus Rant with Ant, and so much more, of course, the WPAN. So make sure you subscribe to the NAI Wrestling Network. And if you want to support our efforts, the best way to do so is buying our goddamn T-shirt. All right. Pick up the Curtain Jerker WPAN T-shirt at ProWrestlingTees.com slash NewAgeInsiders or visit Facebook.com slash the WPAN and hit that big blue Shop Now button. That will take you directly to our store on Pro Wrestling Tees. We really appreciate your support. Thank you so much. And Kingpin... We are back on Thursday with a wrestling podcast about nothing on BDA Radio. Make sure to search WPAN on your favorite podcatcher or go to BDARadio.com to find us. Then join us here next Monday for the wrestling podcast about nothing on the NAI Wrestling Network, episode number 76. Until then, he is the Kingpin Brian Malonis. I'm Mike Crockett. Big ups to Mucko. And thanks for nothing. <laughs>